glory. There it is. Like the dew of the morning is the word of God raining down upon our souls. We just open our mouths and drink the dew of the morning. The moisture of the Holy Spirit. Living underwater in the ocean of God, drowned in all the sapphire sea. And it's expanding. You know how the kingdom advances? By living waters. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, that's true. There's a sacred secret and a mystic mystery that will keep you higher than a Martian smoking space weed. Holy Spirit. <laughs> the kingdom advances through the living waters. Because he said it will be like the days of Noah. Ain't that a fact? Are you living in the days of Noah? I know a guy, Holy Spirit. He is the seven spirits of God, blazing torches before his throne. And with him, we are more powerful than all Satan and his angels combined. Isn't that wonderful? One Son of God is more powerful than all the fallen angels combined in the seven spirits of God. Did you know that? That's true. Hallelujah. And he had an army of sons of God. The Father was showing me, like from a glory helicopter perspective, just kind of going over Joel's army and the viewers and stuff as we were worshiping in the glory of the presence of Almighty God since the uh, last 45 minutes or so, and it was in a little helicopter ride with the Father checking out the ranks, checking out Joel's army, inspecting the sons of God, Holy Spirit. Very, very promising, Holy Spirit. How many people are approaching the throne of grace and entering the 12 pearl gates of heavenly Jerusalem? Because everyone's been invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb, but no one has known the way. How do we get there? What is the access point? Bible calls it the keys of David, or you can just call it the doors. <laughs> Shaba. Mm-hmm. It's true. These are the twelve doors of heavenly Jerusalem, and we enter the city of God and become the city on a hill this season, in fact. We just needed a couple pioneers to show everyone the way. Demonstrate a little bit more accurately the way of truth. Holy Spirit. You know why? God wants this thing to go absolutely wild. It's the seventh day since Adam, for it is the third day since Jesus Christ. On the fourth day, He sent His Son. And it's been the third day since the Son of God. And now he resurrects the human race in their spirit life by the seven spirits of God. Resurrection power is just beaming through all human spirits on earth. How many human spirits are there? 
little crowd interaction that helps for the concentration and focus. 7.2 billion. Jeez. So slow. Zip it. 7.2 billion. Exactly. Jesus. And we have 7.2 billion to blowtorch with the seven flames of his presence. And I'm seeing this go into every human being's spirit life and energize their dead human spirits. That's why they're like, ha, 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 he, 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 ho, 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 all over the place out there. We open our door half the time and there's people laughing uncontrollably in front of our house for no reason. Because the presence of the seven blazing torches are before the sons of God throne. You know, we all sit on the same throne. That's what's written in Revelation. To they who overcome, they will sit with me on my throne, says the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's got seven blazing torches before his throne, which is the omnipresence of the Holy Spirit. I never knew that before this season. I was actually kind of taught wrong in the past by some of my older brothers that God used to disciple me in many, many, many seasons of go. We had to kind of just learn everything the hard way because, you know, we've boldly gone where no man has gone before. It's really time, the Father told me today, to ignite the Great Awakening. And listen, this is wonderful stuff. I mean, you guys are all a part of the Joshua and Caleb spy company. We're just spying out perfection of heavenly Jerusalem on earth. You know, you can't do this in church. You know, this is totally off limits. This is like way, way just advanced righteousness for the incubators of Christian churches, which are at best nurseries. I tell you that out of perfect love. Because it's the truth anyhow. But this Joshua and Caleb spy company, they've already mastered the giants of the promised land. I mean, it's just like, you've had an army of Davids with the same messianic anointing on every single one of us, just slaughtering principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, all spiritual wickedness in all places for a very, very long time. A lot of church has been sleeping, but a lot of people have actually been warring. When you have done the right thing in secret when no one's been looking because you value more the presence of God than the pleasure of worldliness, you advance the kingdom right there. You're rewarded for that. That's obedience to the Holy Spirit that has rich rewards in the glory. Everyone that's here legitimately with marriage clothing on is wearing the glory of God because they've sacrificed their lives to serve Jesus perfectly. That's the only reason you'd even want to hear this message. Because the disobedient gnash their teeth at the truth that the sons of God speak. And the sons of God speak with the voice of many waters, with a double-edged sword proceeding from our mouths so we can circumcise the soul life of all nations right now and demonstrate how awesome and perfect the new covenant in fact is. It's not a small covenant. It's not inferior to the old covenant 
with Solomon slaughtering a thousand bulls. And the priest could no longer minister in the temple by reason of the cloud. You know, and we're like, oh my god, it'd be so awesome to live in that day. You know, be a priest with David and a priest with Zechariah and Malachi and Ezekiel and you know, all these people I, coming through the charismatic church, they'd always say, I'd be so cool, man, to be in the Old Testament. You know, they're so cool to be in the Book of Acts church, you know, Pentecost. And you don't realize we've been going from glory to glory through all covenant experiences. We've never had lesser glory. What we've had is more bewitchment. <laughs> The Holy Spirit has been intensifying through our hearts and minds, literally, for 2,000 years. And before that, 2,000 years of the Old Covenant history to the Messiah. So it's been an ever-increasing glory since the days of Moses. It really has. Because it's all building up a rich treasury of glory, which is Christ in you the hope of all glorious things. And it's time to overflow all glorious things that we've treasured up in our hearts. Because the fullness of God the Father and the seven spirits of God and Jesus Christ, the ruler of the kings of the earth, has always been inside us. We just didn't know how great the new covenant was. We've been searching for love in all the wrong places. But we recognize now, man, I was born again in the Holy of Holies. And so were you. Born of the Holy Spirit, born of the holy place of heavenly Jerusalem. That's what will be discovered now in Christianity. Everyone born again was born of the holy place of heavenly Jerusalem. Everyone who has the Spirit of God is a member of the temple of the Lord God Almighty in the Lamb. Their names are registered in the Lamb's Book of Life. And it's now time to put on the marriage clothes, every single Christian, which is simply putting on the glory of God. You are created to wear the glory. In fact, every single one of you is a menorah, of the seven spirits of God. The menorah is the glory of God. The Holy Ghost is the menorah of Zion, the menorah of heavenly Jerusalem, the menorah of all things in heaven that are lit up with glory are lit up by the same exact Holy Spirit you've received. You already have the fullness of deity in your hearts. But we missed it because He comes like a seed and it's so humble, such small beginnings. And we look for a big grandiose entry. We look for all of the, the flashy stuff of Babylon, the cinematics, you know, of your Marvel comics and just... That's just not how it is. It isn't an IMAX showing. It's literally a spark, a seed, a tip of a needle inside your heart. 
faith like a mustard seed. Jesus was describing the size of your spirit, the size of the Word of God in your heart, the moment you're conceived of the Holy Spirit. True story. Everyone is born again the size of a mustard seed. That's your spirit. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, was in Mary's womb the size at one point of a mustard seed. Almighty God, the size of a pin needle. That's really the days of small beginnings. Doesn't get much smaller than that. Isn't that the perfect humility of God? And that's how our beginnings were in Christ. And we've grown up from mustard seeds to full spiritual stature. Because now we are the sons of God. And we have the seven horns. And we have the seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God that were sent out into all the earth 2,000 years ago. Was that Revelation 5 6? And don't you think the Holy Ghost knows what He's doing since He made this world? Is He so deceived like human beings that He might waste His time on meaningless things in Babylon? I don't think so. The Holy Ghost is absolutely perfect. And He's been perfect in all of His dealings with us throughout all of our religious nonsense and throughout all of our rebellious disgustingness. He's been very patient with us, slow to anger, quick to forgive, brush it off, apply the blood, and move on towards greater things in God's glory. He's not an accuser like the false brethren. He's an encourager. He always edifies. He always builds us up in faith. He's the paraclete, the Holy Ghost, the one called alongside to help. He's a faceless man. More than anything, He wants to wear your face and demonstrate to the world, Jesus is Lord. That's all He asks. Will you just give me your soul? (laughs) You know, a person who loves their soul or loves their life rejects the Holy Spirit and resists the Holy Spirit. But a person who gives up their life, which is giving up of your soul, they receive the Holy Spirit into all the seven interior castles of the soul. There are seven mansions of the soul for the seven spirits of God, which is the perfect glorification of your souls. Guess what? The perfect glorification of the souls of the Christians is at hand by the seven spirits of God. And you have the seven spirits of God. Even though it started as a mustard seed, there is so much acceleration here to grow your faith that maybe what would have taken 20 years of Pentecostalism and charismania can just take a few moments in this greater glory. In heavenly Jerusalem, there's just absolutely no limitations to what God can do. I mean, really. It doesn't even matter what you believe in or your faith. I mean, none of it is based on you. If it was based on us, nothing would ever happen. It's based on Jesus, the Father, and the seven spirits of God. That's how we know this thing is rock solid to the core. It's not based on man. It's based on God. This great awakening 
and this revival that will never end, that we're igniting, is based on the seven spirits of God, and there's nothing human about it. In the past, revivals have all died, every single one, even the first century Great Awakening of the Twelve Apostles. That revival died. It got into Catholicism. True story, man. Azusa Street died. All the revivals of modern times. Toronto, Lakeland, Brownsville, Shaba. All died. There's been many revivals. This revival is not based on human leadership. That's why Bob Jones in his last couple years as a senior prophet over the world said Lakeland was the last human revival, the last Pentecostal revival. And he said at the Florida Outpouring, the next one is the marriage supper of the Lamb. The next one is the bridal celebration of the ages. That's what we bring forth as the sons of God. That's what this entire ministry is here to ignite, predestined, and foreordained. And we absolutely, through what we've suffered, realize how epic it is. And it affects all the nations, it affects all the governments, it affects all the economies, it affects every household of every city on planet Earth. That's how big and epic our destinies are. Not just me, you as well. There's many sons here. And I see many women that are sons of God here. It's true. It's awesome. People that have gone through tremendous suffering. You know? Jesus Christ is well aware of everything you've had to suffer to be here today. I mean, it is much. The persecution. Many have lost their families. I mean, you know, many have lost everything for the sake of knowing Christ. Many, at the sound of my voice. It's profound. But now, as it's written, you shall be rewarded 100-fold in this life and in the one to come. But that's especially important for those who pioneered much the last 10, 20 years, 30 years, who kept going, obeying the Holy Spirit. People would settle for complacent satisfaction around them, you know, playing church, playing games, desiring worldliness, going after worldly riches, and you couldn't have it. You needed to have riches and glory. I mean, you were just addicted to His presence. You couldn't settle for second best. You had to put your love to the test. <laughs> and you were never a prima donna about it. You just kept encouraging yourself always in the Holy Spirit, rejoicing always. No matter what you had to suffer, faithful to the end. Of these ones, He is not ashamed to call His brothers and sisters because they have the same experience on earth as the Messiah Himself. That's how you know you're a tested, tried, and true Son of God, every single one of you. Because your life experience on this planet has been the same as Jesus Himself. That is so precious to the Father. I mean, and it's been hidden inside your heart. Like all the precious things... Mary saw about Jesus, it's written in Matthew, Mark, Luke, Luke, and John. She just hid and treasured those things in her heart. Just be like, man, that is amazing stuff. 
you know, but this is what the Lord says. Your hearts will be revealed. And there is a lot of gemstones and silver and gold in our hearts. Much. I mean, it's like drowning this world in true wealth. The manifestation of God's sons, as it was in the days of Noah, is a deluge of what's inside the sons of God's hearts. Because we have treasured all these things in our hearts, and all the stuff around us has not let us, you know, have revival, have just the open Eden paradise that we desire to live in the open city of heavenly Jerusalem on earth as it is in heaven. All these things that we knew were possible because we treasured all this stuff in our heart that no one had faith for around us because they were full of mixture and full of Babylon and just not really into God like we were. Not faithful and loyal to the throne of Jesus Christ. Seriously, there is a company of holy placed people here that are perfect as their Father in Heaven is perfect. And you can join their number by grace because that's the only way we got it. It's all great grace. I mean, I didn't do anything. I just got saved and stayed with Jesus where He is. I'm not leaving Him. I am not leaving the throne of Jesus Christ. He sits on the throne of Heavenly Jerusalem. I just had to be with Him. Getting born again in such majestic glory and hearing the voice of God, I had to be with Jesus. I was born in that electrical glory that felt like 10,000 watts of energy in October of 1999. My mind has always desired to be in that place that I first experienced grace. And that's why we're here. Because we just want to be with Jesus where He is, in His presence, fullness of joy. And just not leaving Him. There's just not a temptation in this world that can pull us away from Jesus. I speak for all the sons of God. It's true. We just had to be with our Lord. You know? And the Lord just kept giving us bread and wine. And we kept speaking what the Lord's been saying to us. Many people would fight our message. Many people fought us. Our own friends and family members turned on us and became our very enemies for years and years and years, suffering for righteousness' sake. Many of us, even amongst those listening, dozens, dozens that are listening right now, I can feel it. During worship, the cloud of witnesses was so strong, it was a realm of glory I have never experienced in my life, I tell you the truth. I always desire greater glory, but I want to see the sapphire expanse of the living waters cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. And I know it's in a band of sons of God spread out through all the earth that know each other through the internet and have tremendous fellowship in the Spirit. Even though we've never physically met with our bodies, we are all one in heavenly Jerusalem. It's the most beautiful thing God's ever done. Because he's always said the flesh counts for nothing. It's just the internet proves truly the flesh counts for nothing. We've just kept building our spirit life and kept growing the seven spirits of God through our souls, getting glorified in our souls. And the band of sons kept getting stronger all over the world, just feeding off each other. It's true. Through the internet. That's how God's done this thing. You know, if he's 
so humble to do it in seed form, like a mustard seed, and start that small, don't you think he can do it through the internet? He's not doing it in the flashy cinematography of Hollywood. He's not doing it. I mean, he will later on. He's not doing it in the Channel 4 and Channel 5 and public television. Doing it through blogs, doing it through Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, in the most humble possible way. Because that's how our God always is. Like John the Baptist, just out in the wilderness, organic, wild, outside of organized synagogue structure, outside of religion, just in love with God, just wanting the kingdom, could care less about what form it comes in, just wanting God, just wanting heaven on earth. These are the pure and holy people right now those ones that just want God and don't care what it looks like on the third day because it's unrecognizable like Mary Magdalene at his grave thought he was the gardener just spent three and a half years with him didn't had no idea because the form had changed on the third day and this is the third day since Jesus Christ and by the seven spirits of God every form is changing like shifting sand. So if you're stuck in the forms, which is religious prisons, you will absolutely miss the second coming of Jesus Christ. There's still plenty of time. It's just you missed them in the baby stages. You missed the three wise men. That's all you've really missed. You missed the three wise men that could recognize them when it was still in seed form in the manifestation of the sons of God and the great awakening of the end times outside of all organized Christianity, outside the church. Just out in the river, John the Baptist and his disciples, wild men, always breaking the rules of religion, not paying attention to man's creeds, man's philosophies, man's doctrines, man's teachings. They're all worthless to us. We're only addicted to what's in the river. What has all the life energy of the Holy Spirit on it. God was showing me today that John the Baptist was the greatest of anyone ever born of woman. Jesus Christ said that. The least in the kingdom is greater than he. Now you'll see the sons of God. You'll see the greatest of those born of the Spirit. John was the greatest of the Old Covenant. I tell you the truth in all humility, we're the greatest of the new covenant. <laughs> it's true. This band of sons is the greatest of all the people ever born of the Spirit, predestined and foreordained for this de demonstration and this generation to show the world what Jesus Christ actually is. And it will be the seven spirits of God through all our hearts, the roots of David, and the seven spirits of God through all of our souls, the bright morning star, that does the works, that does the demonstrating. And millions will believe. Absolutely, right now. The energy and the grace of the seven spirits of God is with all your spirits. And it will transform all your minds. At such a pace now, it will be mind-boggling. More than you can count every day will be added to our number in heavenly Jerusalem. It is true.
It's the most glorious time to be a Christian, a real Christian. It's the most glorious time to be in love with the Holy Spirit. It's a horrible time to love forms and love religion because they're in love with the devil. Yes, that's really what the devil is. The devil is religion. That's what murdered him, right? The Pharisees, the seed of the Pharisees. Murder him. Release the other guy. What's his name? Barabbas. <laughs> they wanted a murderer. Do you know why they wanted a murderer? Because their father has been a murderer from the beginning. <gasps> the religious, even in Christianity, especially in Christianity, are the sons of the evil one. They need to get born again. There's millions of people involved in church, especially pastors, that need to get born again and start over and just hit the reset button and join the living and join the wild ones outside the church walls of Christianity and really start to live free. For it is for freedom He set us free to live religious free, to live rebellious free in the seven spirits of God. Amen? Amen. Partner with Red Letter Ministries, you have direct connection into the transformation and discipleship of many souls when you partner with this ministry, and you will be rewarded as you sow. Donate at redlettermen.com and be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Glory.